Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, 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 you guys. It's so good to be here. This is podcast number five, and I just can't believe we've come this far. Today, we're going to talk about mental health. Oh boy, this is one of my favorite topics. Why mental health? Is this the next big fad? I don't think so. I think mental health is extremely important. In this episode, we're going to be answering why mental health? What's so important about it? Why the formula? Why C-T-F-A-R? Circumstances, thoughts, feelings, action, results. Why at Islamic Life Coach School, we give it so much attention. Why the self-love? Why self-awareness? Why have I recorded all those podcasts leading up to this point? And I will answer all those questions. I want to start out by saying that all the medical and mental models for mental health are based on pathology or illness. Meaning, if you don't have mental illness that qualifies for mental health, that is a very low standard that we've set up for ourselves. It's only recently that we're gaining more momentum towards correct definitions of mental health. And the way I define mental health is not through just a lack of mental illness, but it's through a sense of well-being and fulfillment. The biggest tragedy of these times is when we push for a diagnosis when actually the person is going through a human experience. Like they're exposed to the elements of life and they're experiencing an emotion that does not translate automatically into pathology. For example, if somebody's spouse of 60 years passes away, they enter into a grief state. And that is very natural. Nobody's supposed to be happy about losing their spouse of 60 years. If somebody gets a serious or chronic illness diagnosis, then it's natural for them to feel overwhelmed and anxious about the unknown. Problem lies when we try to provide a quick fix for these natural emotions. In my opinion, overall, the medical community is very sensitive about this. And I say that because I'm not coming from a place of blame, but because I've experienced this firsthand. There's an epidemic of overdiagnosis of mental illness, and everyone searches for a quick fix with pills or other quick fix therapy modalities because they're afraid to feel the emotions, the natural emotions that the situation calls for, which is completely human. It is trying to avoid these natural emotions with a diagnosis or a pill is when we get into trouble. Now, do not get me wrong here. I have great respect for my colleagues in the mental health fields, including your neurologists, psychiatrists, psychologists, and I've mentioned this before. There is a time and a place for proper diagnosis and proper treatment, especially if these grief states or these anxiety states continue to propagate well beyond the boundaries of what can be considered normal human emotion. And at those times, medical intervention is warranted. And not only warranted, it is absolutely needed, not only with grief and anxiety, but other mental health disorders like bipolar disorder, major depression, schizophrenia, personality disorders. That is actually not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is overall as a society, we have a general tendency 
to get overdiagnosis, even if it's self-overdiagnosing, because this is to seek relief from the human emotions that are negative. And since you can place a label on it, there must be a cure for it. And that's the quick fix that everyone's looking for. And unfortunately, this is where everyone gets into trouble because, my friends, there is no cure, there is no quick fix for being a human and a life as it happens to you. At this point, I will introduce a concept called Life is 50-50. This is an extremely important concept, and if you can understand it completely, then it'll save you a lot of brain drama. What it basically translates into is that life is 50-50, meaning 50% sad, 50% happy, 50% good, 50% bad, 50% negative, 50% positive. It doesn't matter what condition you are in, at what point in your life, your life will always be 50-50. You can be a millionaire or you can be making $20,000 a year. This rule of life applies to everyone. Doesn't matter the amount of money you have, you will always experience 50% sadness and 50% happiness. This balance of life does not disappear after you've achieved something that you've been dreaming of, like a promotion or a degree. Your life will always be 50-50. It's not gonna get better after a divorce or after a marriage. Your life is 50-50 now, it will be 50-50 then. If you can come into grips with this concept, you stop struggling and fighting against what the life has to offer you. And that is extremely freeing, my friends, because it takes us out of the mind drama of trying to change our circumstances and helps us put our energy into gaining something productive, into adding value, into tapping into our talents and really pushing forward with life. Let me give you some examples. Have you ever seen a very rich, very popular celebrity being sad? Yes, you have. They overdose, they take drugs, try to numb their pain because they thought that life would be 100% happiness once they achieve all the fame and popularity, and sadly, it's not. And have we seen a person that's extremely poor and be happy at the same time? Yes, we have. It is a huge mistake to believe that life will become much happier, meaning the balance of 50-50 will tip towards more happiness versus sadness. Maybe your life will be 80% happy and 20% sad after you've made $100,000 in your business. That is a huge mistake, my friends, because once you get there and you realize you can still experience sad emotions and you're not shielded from everything life has to offer, then it strikes as a huge disappointment. Then the natural question becomes, if life is 50-50 now and it will be 50-50 then, then why try and achieve anything? I thought we were trying to work hard so we could be happy. And to that, my friend, I will offer that you should try and strive to be your best regardless because that's what you have to offer. Once you stop trying to fight the negative 50% of life and embrace it with all of your thoughts and all your might, you will see that the negative circumstance will seem more diminished because we've stopped trying to fight them. And I will talk more about this concept in my later podcasts. For now, I want to come back to mental health and as it relates to life being 50-50. Now, if somebody is facing a major calamity in their life, 
It does not mean that you should be able to face it without any negative emotion. It also does not mean that you have a mental illness though. Our exposure to social media and other people's lives being portrayed as 100% happy all of the time is a big culprit here. No one is happy 100% of the time, no matter what their Facebook or Instagram says. We are always fighting to be 100% happy all of the time because we are afraid of a presumed mental health diagnosis or even a negative emotion. This, you guys, is the foundation of not being able to find your mental well-being. Find the truth in the balance of 50-50 and accept it, and you will effortlessly gain your mental well-being. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has tests in store for everyone. We just don't know what someone else's struggles are. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says that everyone will have struggles, but not beyond what they're capable of handling. The formula we teach at the Islamic Life Coach School is a way to go through the 50-50 that the life has to offer. This is the way of obtaining more authority over your mental wellness. Our mission in life is to provide insight into your mental health and utilize the formula, gaining deep insights into well-being and not just the standard of lack of mental illness. So having said that, I'm going to offer you a very powerful statement and think about this carefully. All mental health is just about thoughts. Mental wellness is all and only about managing your mind. This as it holds true for individuals without a mental illness. Now, why am I suggesting that this is such a powerful statement? Because think about it. If mental health is all about thoughts, and we can control our thoughts based on the formula, that means that we can achieve superior mental health. This is excellent news. <laughs> and here at Islamic Life Coach School, we're all about great news. It is so sad that nobody ever taught us this in school. We focus so much on taking any and all of the pain away from our loved ones, especially our children. We don't think to teach them about mind management. As soon as we realize that the child is going through a negative emotion, be it bullying or about a loss, our whole effort goes into taking the pain away from the child. And that is very natural. But we're depriving them of developing this very, very important life skill that if they manage their mind, they can get over the difficult time. We will fight with the teacher if they get a bad grade or if they god forbid correct the child we have a tendency of giving our children a smooth ride through life even though we know we cannot control everything around them this is really setting them up for failure and this is such a tragedy we are fighting the same battles for our children that we are fighting for ourselves we are trying to run away from the negative 50 percent that the life has to offer instead of managing our mind around it. One clarification I want to give here is that mental health and well-being does not mean that we are happy all the time. Being able to be happy all the time is a big lie that we are fed all throughout our lives. I know you want that for yourself. I know you want that for your children. But life has proven to you over and over again that that is not true. No one is happy 100% of the time. I'm sorry, as much as we want it, it just does not happen that way. 
Even the prophets saw extreme challenges in their lives, the most beloved of people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it was by design so that we can learn from that, so we can learn that no one is spared from the 50-50 of life, and we drive lessons from their lives. But what a tragedy that we forget these lessons. So in an effort to embrace life as it is handed to us, I offer you that you do a daily thought output Apply the formula to your most pressing thoughts. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the formula, I suggest that you listen to the previous podcasts. You can find the daily worksheet on islamiclifecoachschool.com. And with that, I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects us from any tests in life. But if we do face one, I pray that we find the clarity to manage our minds around it and not fall into sin. Because after all, mental health is just thoughts. Please remember that and I'll talk to you next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem. Regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah I will see you there.